new destiny, it's calling! Welcome back to Kai Cinema, everybody, and today we are reviewing Indiana Jones with me, Nate, and... Auntie Rach. And Noah. And we're excited to talk about this one, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Much requested episode from the fan base. Yeah. Indy uh, touches all demographics the, I, from the 70s till now. We could have even started with that, to be fair. Only a few, only a few characters. Please don't copyright You know, me. captures every decade, you know, so one of those timeless. I'm not going to lie. This was my first time seeing an Indiana Jones movie, though. I haven't seen any of them. I've only rode the ride. You'll find that it's Rachel's first time watching a lot of movies. (laughs) (laughs) Gets nervous immediately after he says it. Say it with your chest. (laughs) I don't get what's so funny. Um, He just makes jokes. He just targets people. Because once you leave, Rachel's going to beat me. Dude, you can't say that. <laughs> just kidding. We'll cut that I know, out. Usually, I know. Okay, good. Anyways, so we just want to give a spoiler warning. Per usual, we'll be going into our favorite parts and some details. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, please tune back in after you watch it. Um, Gigi's going to be able to listen to this because she's headed to the theaters. You have been warned. Yes. You have been warned. You shall not pass. Do you know what that's from? Nope. It's from Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's a good one. We'll have to do that another segment, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Those will be like I think we're old three enough. hours it's, long. It's time now. It's like three hours. Have long? you seen those, Rage? Yeah. Isn't that oh. av- I read the, the Hobbit? New Avatar like three hours long though. Yeah, the Avatar is long. Yeah, Avatar is long. <laughs> Actually, this movie's long. This movie was so long. This movie is I ha- super We all long. had to. Nate finished the water within the first twenty minutes of the movie, so I knew I know, he had. We had a big like. <laughs> we always we bring had- in a big hydro <laughs> flask, like a forty ounce. And he chugged the whole thing like in the first twenty minutes because he's eating popcorn. And I had to wait the whole movie. And he had to, to wait pee. another two hours to go pee because this movie was so long. And then I had to pee right at the end. And then two hours and thirty four minutes. So this Sheesh. was a long one. Is this? Is it because it's gonna be like the last one? That's what they always say. Or they're going to make it like based off the daughter now. It's She's always. She's going to be in the little kid. It's going to be like they're, they're going to take over the franchise or something. The one from the 80s was called The Last Crusade. So you would think that's the last one. And then they made the one in 2008 with Shia LaBeouf, um, oh, Crystal yeah, Skull. I actually okay. didn't, I didn't see watch that. any of those. Actually, but I, I bet I, you they ended that like it was going to be the last one. I remember I watched mm-hmm. Shia, La, um, Shia LaBeouf with Gigi. And then I also saw one where there was like, where like, there's like this girl and she was like an alien or something. And then she like disintegrated, I think. I didn't see that one. I don't know. It's kind of confusing. <laughs> yeah. I figured that one would be like the last one too. So who knows? They kind of set this one up to be the last one, but I wouldn't be surprised if. Well, the last really one well. for him, right? Like how long can he pretend to run? Like before he <laughs> before know, yeah. he's not like able to move, so he's doing like. I mean, he did. Yeah, he's, he's he's gonna be in Captain America. He's in really good shape for his star. age. How old is he? He is, is like forty two, so he's eighty one. Yeah, eighty one, I think. Yeah, dang. So yeah, he's, he's still moving pretty he's, good. He's in good shape. All right, Nate, do you want to do the summary? No, we got. Uh, oh, yeah, wait. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, I haven't had. A, I haven't done the summary in a while. 
I think I did like one or two podcasts ago. It's okay because okay. whatever you do, Noah will just do it again, but shorter. The summary on this is Indiana Jones is working at a school and he teaches history. And they were teaching in one of the class and nobody did the test. So The homework. Yeah, the homework. And there was this one girl, which was his niece, I think? Goddaughter. Goddaughter. And that was his goddaughter, and he did not even recognize her. But then she, um, they get attacked by this group of, like, Yachtis. Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. Not, yeah, Yachtis the game. <laughs> but that's a really cute they, way they of rhyme. thinking they about rhyme, it. Yeah. <laughs> I play Yachtie with Gigi a lot. Yachtie! Continue. Okay, so they're police. They're chased by the Yachtis. Nazis. I say Yachtis, okay? That's all right. Just let them. Okay, so they're chased by the Yachtis. And there's this professor that Indiana, I think he like stabbed him in like the stomach, which I don't get how he didn't get cut in half. But anyway, so he's looking for the second half of the Dial of Destiny. He chases Indy because Indy's goddaughter found it, I think. That's how I would say Go ahead, Noah. Say it shorter. He always does this. Go ahead, Uncle. Go ahead. I'm torn because I want to give a, the audience a clear summary, but then also let Are you trying Nate to, have are his you, time. Is this about me calling the Nazis basically, Yachtis? Basically, this whole movie has to do with them trying to retrieve the Dial of Destiny, which can rearrange and recourse history. Yeah, from um, the and then and the Nazis against Indiana Jones against his goddaughter too. So there's like three people after it for three different reasons. Indiana Jones is just trying to make sure everything stays the same and no nothing bad happens. The goddaughter is trying to make a quick cash off of it, and then the Nazis are trying to re go back in time and then make the Nazis win the, the war. The Dial and Destiny has special powers where it could basically send you back in time. Yeah. And this one was really cool because, like, Indiana Jones was kind of thrown into the middle of it. He, he, he had no it, idea what was yeah. really going on. He, he just wanted, wanted to hang it out with to her. Belong in a museum. Yeah, because he at first he's just she was like, "Oh, I wanted it because I'm an archaeologist too." Blah blah blah. I want to become famous, and then he just hands it to her. Like he he didn't care at all. He was like, "Yeah, you can have it. It doesn't have powers." But then he slowly. Starts unraveling and starts to believe in it. And he, it, the Nazis are back. He remembers the guy from... The first intro scene where he yeah, fought Yeah, the first the chase war. scene. Yeah. And then, you know, he's in this... Before he knows it, he's in the middle of an adventure. So what I really a, liked how that played out. It was so. a really cool... I would say, like, this plot was really cool. Like, the whole idea of it. And The first act and the third act are really good. Yeah, they were so good. There's some problems in the whole middle, which is, like, two hours of it. <laughs> All right, so we got Harrison Ford, per usual, playing Indiana Jones, which is amazing. He's well, back. I wonder if this will be the last one. Wait, can I do the musician? I love the musician. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. And the musician, um, I think some of the music is by John Williams, and I love John Williams. The goat. He's the goat. It's only one because he does some of the most famous songs. He does Star Wars. He does Indiana Jones. He does Jurassic Park. And last but not least, my favorite is the Imperial March, which is Darth Vader's theme song. Yeah, he even does Jaws, too, looking at it, and some of the Simpsons. He's 
Hogwarts. He's in. He's yeah, in. Yeah, he's it. he's like one of the big. Wow, I didn't. He's know like that. Hans Zimmer level. The John Williams. Yeah. Get to, get to I Clint, really Clint love John Williams. And the director is James Mangold. Yeah, I was actually looking through his filmography. He has some of like my like. He's in like executive producer of Logan, which was a really good one. I I haven't seen Logan in so long, but well, he directed Ford Ford versus Ferrari. He directed Logan, I believe. The Wolverine too. Yeah. Ford versus Ferrari, which was good. Night and Day, which was so funny. I love Night and Day. Yeah, me too. The Line, Kate and Leopold. I'm not sure if you saw that one. That's a rom com I like from. Uh, you asked me last podcast a rom com. Doesn't count anymore. Elemental. Kate and Leopold, love that one. So him and he Jackman, Girl Interrupted. I haven't seen that. Copland and Heavy. I've heard of those, but we don't. I I didn't watch a ton of movies. So as I mean, a, just as James Mangold and John Williams alone, like, have done some of the, I would say, like, most iconic movies. And so, like, that you already know this movie was going to be good from the start. I mean, yeah, they're heavy hitters. So yeah, we got Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones. Wonder if this will be the last time he ever plays Indiana Jones, which. Personally, I think it could be, but you never know. He was like kind of running. I was kind of shocked. Or I don't know if it was like CGI or something. He was moving, but then we got Phoebe Waller-Bridge who played Helena, the goddaughter. Oh, Phoebe. Yeah. Is it Phoebe? And she's in one of my favorite shows, Fleabag, which I wish they had more seasons of. I heard they're not making it anymore, but it's on Amazon Prime. Her IMDb, she kind of has like an evergreen look kind of, you know what I mean? You know, the girl from, you know, evergreen? No, I would have said yes by now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, she was in 300, like the sequel. That was a big one. I know you saw. Um, she's in Casino Royale. I don't get it, but I've seen those movies. Here, look her up. Look up Evergreen. She, she kind of... Um, you don't know who Evergreen is? Penny I, Dreadful, I, Sin City. Oh, I could see a Penny Dreadful look on her. You have your IMDb up on your phone right now. Just I don't know her name. I Eva Green. I don't. Why do I have to look it up? Why don't you just show me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I feel like she's, she's from going Penny for Dreadful. I've seen her. Yeah. That yeah, I agree. And then we got wait, Antonio Banderas. Dude, he was in the movie for like fifteen minutes. I which part? Was in boots. He's he was the, the diver. diver. Oh, he, he looks so old. Diver. Oh, he my God. He looked old. He looked pretty good, I thought. What? He plays Zorro and he plays... Yeah, Puss no, I know him. That's why I was shocked. I was like, what part I was telling Nate, I, I, was like, I was like, that's Puss in Boots, his voice. And then, I, and then I was like, isn't that Zorro, too? That's heck of He was in it a lot. They showed his face clearly. Other than that, we got Toby Jones, who plays his best friend, Basil. Um, Mads Mikkelsen. He's the bad guy. He's, Dr. Voller. Uh, also was in Casino Royale. Mads Mikkelsen is one of my favorite actors. Yeah. But, he, dude, it's so weird because he's also playing in the Oppenheimer movie that's coming out, right? With, like, also Mads back... Mikkelsen? Is he not? Is he? thought he was. I don't think so. Oh, maybe that's I'm confusing guy? him for somebody else. The main guy is Cillian Murphy in that one. Okay, yeah, that's probably it. They look the same. I think that's pretty much it. Except for that young guy. What was his name? The one that his, like, right-hand man that was, like, trigger-happy? The, oh guy. yeah, we should go over the goons for the Nazis. Cause I, I he looked familiar. I want to say he was in Logan, but I could be wrong. Boy, um, I think his name's Boyd Holbrook. Mm. Was one of the goons. Yeah, yeah, he was in Logan. He was he played Pierce from Logan. I knew that was him, and that that's a James Mangold connection. So he played kind of like evil henchman number one. And then the big muscle henchman was Oliver Richards. Did that guy drown? was huge. Didn't he drown though? Yeah, that guy was Yeah, huge. he drowned. That guy was like, he says he's 7'2". 
Dang. I always Wait, wonder if it's, what? if it's really Seven him or not. Two? He was in Black Widow. I didn't watch that. Oh, Kingsman. I feel like I've seen him in Kingsman. The big, big dude. The guy that was like hecka big. Seven two. I don't think that was him. I'm still mind King, blown Kingsman. that he's in Kingsman. Uh, seven two. Like the main bad guy in the Kingsman. He plays um the huge machine. It's it's not that guy. This guy I'm showing you with the beard. No. Okay. No, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, That's yeah. not what I'm. Yeah, he, yeah, he was in Kingsman, yeah. but he wasn't the main bad guy. But yeah, no, I, I mean, there's honestly not that many main characters. It's really only like four you follow the whole movie with, but then a lot of big names that pop up. Mads Mikkelsen, Harrison Ford, and then his goddaughter. Phoebe. Phoebe. What was her name in the movie? Helena. 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 So many different ways. It's weird because whenever somebody was... kind of forgettable in the movie. What? She was so good. I really liked her. Yeah, I loved her. She literally was in the whole movie the whole time. What do you mean? Forgettable. Yeah, I mean, she was... She had the most screen time, but... I liked her. I just didn't like how they, like, made her, like, this super sensual woman that everybody wanted. I was like, all right, calm down. But I did like her role a lot. Like, her whole... Oh, wait, we didn't even mention the kid. Teddy, Ethan is adore. He was in the movie a lot too. He was super adorable. Yeah, I liked I liked Teddy. I liked his hair. Yeah, his hair was cool. Um, all right, so let's get into some favorite parts of the movie. Oh, this I'm movie is so out. good. I'ma shout out everybody that has nice hair, just like in the flash. Nate has nice hair, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Noah, you wanna go first for your favorite part since Nate did the summary? My favorite part was the ending. I just love the whole premise of the movie as a whole. I thought that was really cool. And it really fit like the grand scheme of an Indiana Jones movie and had a lot of different layers to it. Having the introduction with him, uh, I want it. So it was during the war. So the forties, um, when he's trying to stop the Nazis on the train, that was a really cool introduction to the movie and to Andy, you get to see him de-aged. That, that CGI was really good too. I'll like, touch it on the CGI like later. It, it was weird. It was like spotty. It was like really good sometimes. And then sometimes it, like you could tell. I thought it looked like him. It yeah. did, but it was just that they, they missed on the eyes. The eyes didn't look real. It was weird. It, it was like, I could I kept going back and forth, but you know, him, him trying to stop the Nazis and then that was like a whole Nicholson. like, what, 30, 20, like 30 minutes scene where he's minutes. all just CGI and it looked so good to me. But like Indiana Jones didn't really know what they found at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was his friend who really became obsessed with the dial of destiny. And then, you know, all this time passes and he gets thrown in this adventure. And then at the end, Indiana Jones is able to like experience the magic and, it helps him. He's studied history his whole life, and they end up like spoiler warning, going back in time to um, forget what war it was, but it was it was the Romans in, versus Sicily, right? yeah Romans Sardinia. yeah, and they were like bombing. But he gets to see one of the wars he studied. Yeah, um, it it was uh, in Syracuse. Yeah, the, um, the f- but it, it it was just like a really cool premise, and for Indiana Jones being a history buff and archaeologist, being able to experience that and like. A, in an organic way and tie into him trying to stop this evil power of the, of the Nazis. I thought it was really cool. So I loved the premise and the ending scene. Cause it had a bit of magic to it. I like that. Nate, did, what was your favorite part? When the Yachtis 
and Indy and his friend were fighting. The beginning? Yeah, yeah that scene was I was going to cool. say, my favorite part was the train scene for sure, too. Even though you didn't like the CGI in it, I thought it really did look like him young. And then when he was like going through all the trains with the Nazis, and he's just like, there's too many Nazis here. I just think it's so funny how they make like young Nazis like so dumb. Like they just like salute him thinking... It's just like that plays into the whole funny aspect of like they blindly follow people and like leaders. And I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that whole scene in- was just funny. The intro scene was might have been like the strongest part. of. The and when movie. they were like when the guy had the knife and he was like crawling towards him with like the and they were in the tunnel and there was only like so much space for them to move. And he was like crawling towards him with the knife. I was like, oh, that's so creepy because I have claustrophobia. And if something was crawling at me and I couldn't stand up, I would freak out. That part was sick. Yeah, that part was creepy and terrifying. Yeah. I really liked how he would go into a new cabin on the train and like there's all the Nazis like eating yeah. lunch. He just so kept he getting just more to, and more yeah. and more. And he would try to blend in. So he grabbed like a tray and sat down. Yeah. And he would, you know, try to act like he belonged. So that was really cool. That was very like indie-esque. Yeah. Um, and the only reason why he got caught was because they noticed like a bullet wound in his, <laughs> yeah. in the back. But he, uh, and then, then he turns around and it, it went, so the bullet went through because it was in the back and the front. Yeah. So I really like that. That that had a lot of Indiana Jones-esque to it and mannerisms from the older movies. And it really captured like the magic from previous movies to an extent. I never fully, watched but, the previous movies, but even that soundtrack when they would like make it a newer version of it, like dun, 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 dun. But they like put their own spin on it or John Williams put his own spin on it. Like I was, it made me feel like I've seen these movies forever. Like they do such a good job of making you feel really warm inside and just like, oh, I love Indiana Yeah, they Jones. touch on nostalgia a little bit, but don't, like, it pays more homage than, like, a replica of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that Disney might learn their lesson with, after Star Wars, like, The Force Awakens, it was, like, they wanted to do fan service, but it was, like, too on the nose where mm-hmm. it made it diluted and just almost like a waste so here they're they did a better job of balancing it it still wasn't perfect but it paid homage rather than tried to like redo it or something yeah yeah that makes sense what do you think nate have you seen any of the first indiana jones yeah, I don't think the first I just, three i i just said um in the beginning i watched um shia one, LaBeouf one. the shia labeouf one and the one where the alien i think that's the same one Okay. So that one came out. Attention. Well, that one came out in 2008. I was talking about the ones from like the 70s and 80s because it's kind of like Star Wars. No. But he said he only watched that one. <laughs> How many did you watch? How many have you seen? I've seen the first two. The I very first two? Actually, no. Uh, I've seen, I, I, I've seen all of them, but all the of them? Crystal Skull one. Holy cow. Yeah. Growing up, my family loved Indiana Jones movies, so they, they'd put them on. I don't remember them like 100%. Because, you know, I was like a little kid. I was always in and out of the house. It's kind of like the same. Did you see the one with the big ball with the rides based off of? Yeah. Oh, that's the only one I kind of want to see just because like the whole ride is based off of that. It looks cool. Yeah, that's like the most famous Indiana Jones scene. Um, it's like that. He has like snakes, his whip. And they they inter- they bring all those elements into this movie. Oh, yeah. Because like the, 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 eels. the eels. Yeah, that's true. That is true. See, that's another good point is they, instead of trying to redo something with more snakes, they did underwater, like sea snakes, whereas eels and he's like, hates them and he's traumatized. And then I like, bring in a, a knife to like a gunfight. Yeah. Thing, with I his whip. whip and no, then wait, they all shoot. I know with Shia so, LaBeouf where Shia LaBeouf like pulls out the knife and he's like, kid, never bring a knife to a gunfight. But now he's the kid. 
Yeah. Yeah. He has the whip and everybody has a gun. That's that's one of those like long running jokes throughout the movies that they kind of always do one. They didn't say like don't bring a whip to a gunfight. They never said that. They just like he had he pulled out his whip. And then everybody else just pulled out their guns. And then he but, ducked. <laughs> I know, yeah. but see, that's that subtle nod to the older mm-hmm. movies, not too on the nose. But I it was know, really, it was really what? funny, huh? I thought it would gotta be funnier if they actually said, you know, like said it. Just yeah. go, just go for it. Yeah. Full send. For my, for my other favorite part, I think my other favorite part was when he, when they're about to go into the sky to like go back in time. And Indiana Jones was like, you're not taking into account like physics and how the world has changed since. So he actually got me too. So was he just trying to get in his head or did he really think they were wrong? I don't know, but I really did like the fact that the the main Nazi hesitated yeah, and he, he got scared and changed second. his mind last second. It was too late. Like that part was sick because it's like, where are they going now? And that part was like really exciting for me. I really liked that part. So yeah, he got me. He can, he got me too. I was like, wait, is he just trying to stop them or does he really think that they're wrong? Yeah. I would, but I, the only part I didn't get was when they still got there, you were like, the whole point was he was trying to get them back to him. So they, they you never could pick a time and place yeah. to go back. You would always have to go back to the, the war. and um, Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. he wanted their help one way or another, whether it was to complete the dial or to help with the invasion of the Romans, right? Yeah. So he, the, you can never choose where to go. It was always going to bring you back. Like, go come full circle. Yeah. So that's it was why cool. he wasn't really surprised when they came. Like, he kind of somewhat expected it. So I also really liked the part where they called the planes dragons because you know that back in the day they did believe in dragons and you hear, you read about it in the history books and you know about dinosaurs. So I just thought it was really cool how they made the me- movie make sense because, like, okay, you're back in like times before planes were invented and you're going to tell me none of them were freaking out but it's like oh they thought they were dragons so that's why no one ever will hear about them being planes so it kind of like played into real life which was kind of cool yeah i liked all that too it all seemed really believable for being about like time travel basically yeah i mean at the end of the day like it's indiana jones movie you can't take it too serious he's 81 running around (laughs) getting punched and stabbed and shot and not dying so i mean you can't take it too serious but it is it is a good movie yeah but he's indiana jones True. So also, I have another favorite part. Yeah. And it was the part about the movie theater. The water was so busted. Yeah, Nate likes... We always bring a big hydro flask or, or like 40 ounce. And we, we went get, through this in the beginning. Yeah, but we get, we get, <laughs> we, we get water there. But the, their filtered water is so good. I, I agree. So good. I love it. It's I always so fill it up again it's before like we leave. It's like ice cold. I know. Before it's ice leave, cold, so but it's, it's just like so good. It's not better than Fiji water, but it's really good. It's Did close. you have any other favorite parts of the movie? If not, I got a couple. Probably just the water. I really liked the chase scenes. Oh, that was a good scene. The parade, like the whole when I'm trying to backtrack a little bit, but this is when Indy first gets kind of thrown into the adventure. He hands his niece the dial God and daughter. then the Nazis who are kind of partnered with the CIA, his goddaughter, the dial, the Nazis who are kind of partnered with, with the CIA by disguise are chasing her down and Indy and her are trying to escape through the university and through the streets. And it's at the time of the moon landing. Oh yeah, that was So there's sick. a big parade and it's really patriotic. There's hippies everywhere and they're trying to make their way. Um, so Indy's running through the parade. Uh, he's on a horse. He's through the subway. It was really cool, very extravagant. 
and really well done for Harrison Ford being 80. It looks believable. Mm -hmm. I thought that that looked better than the intro scene. The intro scene was like, they were both really, really cool, but that looked a little better to me. Like it felt like it really was Harrison Ford doing all that. Um, I mean, the horse in the subway was cool. And the chase scene when they're in Morocco, that was pretty cool, but maybe a little too much for me. Yeah. But the the first chase scene, I really liked that one. I liked when he shot the gun up in the air and like obviously Indiana Jones is so used to he hearing gunshot, flinch. he doesn't even flinch. Everybody so everybody else, else drops down and he's like, it's just him and him left. That part was sick. That was really well done. Mm-hmm. And then the part where he's, all the confetti's coming down and it had a lot of iconic shots. The bad guy chasing him on a bike, on a horse, there's in the 70s during a parade. The horse in the subway was kind of too much for me. It was a lot. But it, it, it's, I think that's I, like it was the most fun, I would but see. it was like too much. Like where he was able to just like make it through jumps and like they're t- you're telling me people weren't standing there, like the train's not faster than the horse. I mean, it is a movie. I know, but like I thought that was a little much. I actually disagree. I didn't really like that part, but the subway, yeah, I the subway it, scenes. I thought it was sick when um they were driving super fast on that like three wheel thing, mm-hmm. and then um. One is in Morocco. Like, yeah, in but the Indy's, motorcycle with the side. Oh yeah, actually you're but, right. But Indy's like um, his is like kind of like busted because he ran into the wall, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's a car coming his way and they're about to crash, and then he jumps through his to the other one, and he starts driving with them. I thought that was kind of cool because you just saw the car and the thing explode. In the background, and then you just saw. He's talking about like, the intro scene. Right? No, not the no? intro scene. In Morocco, when in the Morocco. three, of, the three of them, when they, they have kind of like the really small cart. I know, I know like what scene. Like I just cart. thought he did that in the beginning because remember when the first intro scene where he's trying to chase the train and he's like driving the car, and then he jumped. I guess there were two jumps. Yeah, scenes I was where he talking about. Out. I was talking about in Morocco. Where Classic indie. Where he's in like the little like cart thing. Yeah, and he jumps through from his cart to his grand. Um, goddaughter's cart. Mm-hmm. Um, cause and then the car exploded. Yeah, and then you see the car and the explosion, and then Teddy and all of them are just like you know like cruising. I kind of wish that because Teddy was saying, well, okay. Also, I like that part in the be- there's they they also did that where he jumps to the other cart in the beginning too when he's chasing the train and he jumps on that motorcycle where there's like a side cart. So he was jumping out of cars a lot to this movie. <laughs> all right, guys. Any more favorite parts? I feel like the whole movie in general was really good, but because it's fun. And this, this is the part where like my critique starts to come in because it's two and a half hours long, but I didn't have a ton of favorite parts. There was some cool action pieces and they're like long action pieces, but it wasn't like the, if this wasn't Indiana Jones, like I wouldn't like it as much, but you can only do so much with Harrison Ford now at the stage of his career and where he is. In, in an Indiana Jones movie to make it like believable and so it, it they did a good job where it passed but some scenes the intro, intro the parade scene I think passed with flying colors but the other scenes you know just barely passed for, for myself which is where my retiques come in because it's a two and a half hour long movie mm-hmm. and that makes up maybe 25-30 minutes of it I mean I agree with you I I honestly, like, even though you liked the ending, I was just like, all right. (laughs) You didn't like the ending? I mean, it was cool because he's an archaeologist and he studies history. And it's just like, I mean, it would be sick for me to see also. But like, 
It just was a little, it was just so unbelievable. But I'm not saying I didn't like it. I was just like, all right, I'm ready for this movie to end. <laughs> all of the Indiana Jones movies, they kind of capture or are after a relic that has some sort of power. So it has like, there's a bit of magic in it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I liked his speech on the boat too, where he's just like, I don't believe in magic, but I have seen some things. I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, he, he's seen a lot, which yeah. is why I was like, well, you should believe in magic now because you've seen <laughs> so many different types of things. Math, aliens, math. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. Critiques. Nate, would you like to kick us off or would you like to go? Um, Honestly, for this one, I don't really have many critiques. The only one that I think that I thought is I just didn't really like how like the ending. I didn't really like the ending that much. But other than that, I really liked this movie. And it was kind of long, and that's why I didn't like it. But otherwise, I love this movie. What about the ending you didn't like? Because you just said it I was just, long. I just and thought you didn't it, like the ending. So. I thought it was kind of boring, only because when he like there wasn't much action except for like the the ship coming down. And also, one of my other critiques is there was so much like violence in you didn't like it oh yeah nate as soon as we walked out of theater nate's like i felt bad for everyone there's a lot of people that died in this movie (laughs) i know like the guy they pointed the gun at him and then they're like let us go and then he's like okay go 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 and then they end up killing him anyways yeah it just shows you how bad like the nazis really were like they were just leaving death trails i liked how like harrison ford's or indiana jones he felt the death though of like his colleagues at the university yeah that was really sad that interesting i was like oh my gosh why'd they kill off the teacher and the principal and then when antonio banderas characters die too yeah they escape the the nazis and then they're driving away and the niece no the goddaughter what's her name in the movie helena helena um she's all excited like you know, I told you guys that like she's on a high from escaping. And then Indiana Jones is like, or Indy's like, you know, my best friend just died, and it kind of brings down the mood. And I know, yeah. Um, so he, he, you know, he was present for all those losses throughout that, which I that's one of the parts I liked about it. It really helped his character. Yeah, I, I liked it too. They got bad karma. Yeah. Okay, so I guess. Segwaying there, one part I didn't like was because it's kind of like a cat and mouse chase with them trying to figure out where the other half of the dial is. You know, they have to hunt down these artifacts and they come across the Nazis. So two or three times where they, you know, one side barely escapes where the, or the other side does. But a lot of times when like the Nazis capture them, they should just kill them because yeah. that's what they were doing the whole time. So like, okay, you have a dial now. Just kill those people instead of bringing them along for the ride and like letting them be able to escape and then do the whole thing over yeah, again. It, yeah, because then they were like just killing Tom and Jerry. Yeah, they were killing so many people. Like they could have just killed them off, and the movie would have been they done easily. Won. Yeah, so I didn't really like that. And then where Mads Mikkelsen, Helena's like, oh, I'll, I'll help you find the other half of the dial for a hundred grand. And then he's like, fine deal. It's like, well, why would he do? He's a genius. He helped the Yeah, like Americans how can he not know the, to the how moon. to, yeah. So, you know, he's smarter than that to believe her and, you know, get bamboozled. But then also it's like not only to just believe her, but then not know it himself. It's like, you're telling me you're like one of the smartest people yeah, helps make it to the moon. You too, can't translate it yourself. Yeah. That happened a little, because you could do that maybe once twice in the movie and like it won't take me out of it but once it starts becoming like a handful of times it's yeah. like okay this is a little unbelievable 
and mm-hmm. it really sh- made the middle part very stretched out and they, they could have cut yeah. a lot of those scenes. I agree. Okay, my biggest critique when I left the movie, I was like this, I really wanted to tell you guys like right away because I was like, how is this even possible? Was he got hit by that seven foot, punched by that seven foot guy and didn't like get knocked out, didn't even flinch on the boat and then got hit by his goddaughter and then was knocked out at the end of the movie. And he's old, so... Like those hits but, mean but, a lot more. But no, it's like you make it make sense. Like if this seven foot guy hits him on the boat to hit him oh, to shut I up. See. He, he hits he him to shut up and out. he doesn't get knocked out. And then, but then at the uh, end, that's how she gets him to go back home because yeah. she hits him and he gets knocked out by the girl. Like, are you joking? See, yeah, I I agree. Stuff like that. It like, that was my biggest inconsistent, like biggest weird thing. Cause I'm just like, at one point I was like, oh, that'd be sick if they just left him. And then when they I knocked, thought they were. Yeah. I really then, thought they were. Yeah, me too. When she was like about to cry, I was like, oh shoot, they're going to leave him there. Like that's going to change the course of history. Like how are they going to get away with that? But then she knocked him out to bring him back home. But the whole movie he's being punched and not knocked out the entire film. And then even the seven foot guy punched him on the boat. Didn't knock him out. He just like moved his jaw. Since we're on the ending scene, the part that I didn't like was when she got super sad that he wanted to stay. Because the whole movie, she's kind of heartless. I'm just in it for the money. I don't really care about, you know, other people. You didn't like that she turned a new leaf? Or? She, well, she, she was telling Teddy like, yeah, no, it's still just me and you, blah, blah, blah. And the whole time she's like that, it doesn't really show her having, you know, caring for indie at all but then when he wants to stay she's crying she's like you can't like, what do you mean she helped him throughout the whole movie i do get what but she saying. she was just trying to like get away she was just trying to like it was only her objective she didn't care about indy's objective nate repeat what you said i do understand uncle a little bit but also auntie you do have a point well you, it's what just do you, uh, elaborate on that nate what does that mean uh talk more about it why do you agree um, with Uncle? Just kind of because she was helping Indy a lot, but also she was kind of heartless. Like that one scene where she's like, yeah, guys, you made it out. And then Indy's just like, my best friend just died, you know? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And in the beginning, when but she, she helped first meets him, him get out. She, she could have, him her and in, Teddy could have left. She, he, she locks Indy in the university yeah. thing with the Nazis. Yeah. So she, for all, but that was in the beginning. For all she knew, knew they would have killed him. But that was in the beginning. But nothing really happened to where it's like she really was like, oh, he is a father figure to me or whatever, blah, blah, but blah. But also, they I mean, really, nothing like really, really happened. Like they didn't really like, but like why, have why, to throw a heavy care? scene why, at it. Why did she care so but much? But throughout the... Throughout the movie, like towards the back half of the movie, you could tell she was like really enjoying his company and like seeing that he was a father figure because she was helping him escape. With the eels, she like put her hand into the the thing to because she knew he didn't like snakes. Helped him out of the boat throughout the movie. She's small hints to like helping him and didn't leave him and didn't want him to die and leave him behind. And so I felt but he like he would have been happy staying back. You know, like he wasn't gonna. Yeah, but it die. would change the course of history. I know, but also they. She didn't did say it. that at the time though. I know, but also she. They did grow grow up. Closer, they did. They grew yeah, closer, but not to where she's could be, become, you know, frantically depressed if she stays. I know, stays. but like Indy, I need you, I need you. I know, you can't but stay. Like, it's That's like kind of that. I felt like I bought it. Like she was. I feel like you're saying she didn't. There was no scenes that made her get close to him. But I feel like there was a bunch of small scenes. They got closer. Like there wasn't a but big not one to the point where. 
Because why does she care so much if he stayed? I didn't, I didn't get that. Like, why do you care so much if he stays? Well, two different reasons. One, it's like a father figure. She's a we need you. And then two, that's it's the part I didn't history. buy. I, that's the part I didn't buy. The course of history, I do buy. Like, if she had said that at the time. She did. She literally she said, said after, she, after she literally told when told, they're back in the present. No, but she literally told the guy, the, the, the creator of the dial of destiny. She told him, you have to make this on your own. Like, I'm really proud of you. Like she even tells him that he has to make this on his own. We can't give him that. So she's like very aware that he can't stay for history, historical reasons. And she loves him towards the end of the movie. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't buy it. Like it I wasn't one. convinced. Like that with that one scene where Indy told her the stories about how him got shot about like by his friend, mm-hmm. you know, by his dad in the beginning. When you know, it was kind of like a classic movie where like they're not really best friends, kind of like enemies in a way, but then they grow closer and mm-hmm. they end up throughout all the adventures. Yeah. I understand that, but I wasn't convinced with their relationship up to that point like it wasn't done effective <laughs> enough for me <laughs> nate's rolling his eyes <laughs> nate gives up on the argument <laughs> we're not going to convince him nate but i disagree i, I see with what they were that. going for but i just didn't buy it <laughs> all right well i guess like honestly there's not really like big big critiques besides the movie being too long the punches the well, punch at the, the end to get him too home long, then like what parts would you take out the middle scenes the diving i didn't buy them diving into the middle of the ocean there's like a shipwreck like how did nobody know that but her and I, him and her father i think they could have got rid of that too yeah it's just like that part didn't make sense i mean i get it because like where i want them to keep it in because i want to see antonio banderas but it really didn't do anything like where else would I you? Because they had Antonio. to find that to find the other thing. Yeah, I know. I don't want Zaro like or Puss in Boots to die. Yeah, like I get. Like where else would you find the artifact that nobody else searched, and it's always going to probably be like the bottom of the ocean somewhere. Makes Antonio sense. Antonio Banderas could have been the boyfriend but, in Morocco. That would have been cool. What? Remember? Yeah, her boyfriend. Yeah, but I don't know. What, if what? they need Antonio Banderas in the movie. Because if you take away the the diving scene, was Antonio Banderas not in any other Indiana Jones? See, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, I don't you, think if so. he, it sounds like he was because he was like an old friend, and you can't make it the boyfriend if he was an old friend in other movies. Yeah, you might be right. Let's fact check this. Go ahead with your. To thought. be honest, though, I did think that part was really funny. How like the mobster was in love with her, and like he was like Helena, and he's like, my dad told me to t- bring back your head. I was like, Jesus. That part was really funny to me, but I didn't like how he was like on and off. Like he wanted to cut her head off and then he protected her from bullets. And then he was like, wanted to kill her and then he wanted to protect her. And then it's like, okay, pick one. You're either going to cut her head off or you're going to let her go. But yeah, I like the boyfriend. I thought it was funny. Mobster. That scene could have been a little shorter. Some of the yeah. Morocco stuff, the diving scene. There was a lot of fluff in the middle. Yeah. Also, I didn't buy the little the cart race because like, how are their carts going faster than cars? It was funny when the mobster's car got stuck in the alleyway, though, because I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't think Antonio Banderas... Yeah, he was in, in the 2008 movie and in the originals. So he could have been anybody. Oh, he's old. I mean, he was in the movie. So if you want him in the movie, like if they put that scene yeah, in just for him. old, He can't be an old son, like the old son of like son of a mobster. He'd have to be the mobster or something. Yeah, it could have been something different, yeah. obviously. But he, I could have been like that type of, he could have been the boyfriend. The ending for me also, I didn't buy just because like it, it just, I mean, the CGI didn't look very good. And then I was just like, oh, end? you guys went. Yeah. The, and then C- you guys the CGI went. I thought at the end was decent. 
then you guys went back in time and then all, all of a sudden this one Roman is like, oh, I'm, let me go kill him. And then the creator of the dial saves him. His servant saves him. And it's just like that whole scene. I was like, oh my God, this movie can end now. Like I got like the gist of it. It was cool. It was like inspiring almost ending, but yeah, didn't really buy it. I, I liked the end. I thought it helped close the story. It had a bit of like magic to it. and added this like deeper layer to the movie and i thought it was done in a way where it was believable and organic so i liked the ending the part where the cgi wasn't the best for me and it was spotty because sometimes it looked good you said in the beginning it was the train scene Mm. and it was just like i was trying to figure out what it was because 95 percent of it would look really real but then I feel it, like the train scene like looked the, better than the underwater scene and the ending. Yeah, the uh, underwater scene wasn't the best. Like, I feel like the underwater scene the and the ending were the worst They had so parts. many close-ups of him. Well, yeah. So then you knew it wasn't really him. Because, but yeah, because you know he's not young. I know, but it but maybe for somebody who has never been introduced to Harrison Ford or to the Indiana Jones movie, they're watching this for the first time, they're going to be like, hey, that's not like a real person. You know what I mean? Like, we already know it's not, like, Harrison Ford, I think, but if well, you're coming into it fresh, you know that that's, like, obviously CGI, which I think should be the... When you're doing CGI, the objective should make it seem fluid with the movie. And it was, like, 95% of it was done really well. It was, like, the eyes and the mouth threw me think, off. It I just don't. kept taking me out. And then the scene where they have, like, a um, wide-angle view of him running on the train... That didn't look very real at all. When yeah, he was that was like that, a split second of him awkwardly. But there wobbling. was just some parts like that where it looked like a video game. It, it took me out. I think the and ending was worse. I might, I might be I might be being too critical on the CGI, but lately, if it's not done, I, I think Avatar has set a new standard for me. Where if it doesn't look, it takes him ten years to do movies. Yeah, <laughs> it, sometimes it just it just takes me out the movie now. Mm, I guess so. All right. Well. I guess like we can all agree like the middle part was probably like a little bit too long. So we're all just not very. We can all agree. We didn't really buy the relationship with Andy. No, we can't agree on that. That's just your opinion. (laughs) Try to slip that one in there. Nate, would you watch this movie again? Only if I had some movie theater water. Very uh, unique demands. So you wouldn't watch it if Gigi wanted to watch it? Oh, of course for Gigi. I would watch it for Gigi. I would watch this movie again. I thought it was fun. Honestly, it makes me kind of want to go watch the old ones, older ones, because if that's how they all are, like I can get the the magic and the appeal. Like you guys said there was one with the alien. Now I really want to go watch it and see what they were trying to accomplish with that. So, and Shia LaBeouf's in it. I would watch this like a marathon, like watching all the Indiana Jones. This one, I would want to watch it, but I wouldn't watch this as the standalone if I'm going to watch Indiana Jones, obviously I'm going to watch one of the first three. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Three words, guys. Bum, bum, bum. Who wants to go first? Me. All right. When you go first, you get the easiest He's going to say Dial of Destiny. Dang it. <laughs> what were you going to say? Okay, well, you took my words. So <laughs> now what I'm going to do is I'm going to say Gory. For sure, because there's, there's a bunch of violence, a bunch of blood, a bunch of death. There wasn't a ton of blood. 
Okay, but for a nine-year-old, maybe this I might know, be pushing the boundaries. Okay, of Nate's I hate, but it's a Disney movie <laughs> too. To be yeah. honest, I like there was blood. a lot of death. I hate blood. So okay, for sure. If you liked it, whenever, if you whenever, liked it, I think we'd be scared. Whenever I see it, I just get like I just feel weak and I can't close my hands. Do you so want to suck it? No, he's a vampire. <laughs> But anyway, he, like I get I get are, weak and I get vampire symptoms. Yeah, too. those are vampires. Palms are sweaty. I'm getting weak in the knees, and I need to Do like put my fly? mouth on it. No, I can't close my hands because it makes me uncomfortable. Okay, so gory. Um, second one, I would say, I would say CGI because CGI wasn't the best for sure, and I would say water because I like the movie theater water. Did that. That plays a part in your experience, so that's gonna be his third word in every movie. Then <laughs> water, water, water. Um, go ahead, Rach. First word, I'm gonna go with history because I feel like this played tribute to so much history in the movie. Nate's like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I know. Why didn't I think of that? Like, I went first. I should have. Uh. It's okay. I was gonna say destiny, but obviously, it's like pretty obvious so history second word is nostalgic even though i haven't seen the movies i feel like because i've been on the ride and like listening to noah talk about some of the other stuff like he doesn't like snakes and stuff they even say that in the ride oh i hate snakes so i feel like they did a really good job paying their tributes to like the old indiana jones um and then my last word is cheesy because it was hecka cheesy (laughs) I was going to say that, but then I was like, (laughs) but then I was like, I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't really, I didn't really want to. Yeah, it's all good. Cheesy. Cheesy's not always bad though. No, it was a good cheesy. It was a good cheesy. It wasn't a bad one. I would watch it again. I I love me some cheese though. I love me some cheese. Me too. The mozzarella. Mozzarella. I'll eat any cheese. I like that uh, cheese with the jam in it. Or what'd you get? That has a you bought it for the charcuterie board? No, it's goat cheese with blueberries in it. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> you uh, ate it? What, that one night I didn't I'm not eating oh. it every day, but <laughs> 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 my first word is extravagant because this movie felt very outlandish, like the chase scenes. There's confetti everywhere. He's on a horse through a subway. They're through the streets of Morocco. They're in the plane. You know, underwater, they kind of touch, you know, land, air, and sea and uh, multiple ways. And space in the beginning, too, and technically, because they just went to the moon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the, with the moon landing. So extravagant. Uh, the second word I'm going to say is chase, because they're always chasing. That's a good one, yeah. And then the third word is convenient, because there's, convenient. A, lot of, there's a lot of, like, convenient plot points throughout it. Throughout. What do you mean? Uh, just with like, they always let the bad guys go. And then the, like, oh. he, Mads Mikkelsen, it's like, like they shoot Indy and then they bring him with him. Yeah. He does that. Like stuff like that. Yeah. And, and it's convenient in a bad way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where it just felt like it was manufactured to be a Disney movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. But what, that actually, I want to add that to the part that I disliked. Like, why would you bring the guy that's been trying to stop you? You with did you say that. The, but they, they shoot him. He's basically, they could leave him for dead and they bring him with, they bring him on the most important part. It would have been more him. realistic if they just left him. Yeah. Yeah. And then he wouldn't be able to get on the plane and follow. So extravagant, chase, and convenient are my three words. Nice. 
I actually like your words. Finally, I think I agree with I all have of the them. Best words I usually every don't. Time. No, I usually Dude. don't agree with every single one. It's because you're mad you didn't think of them. No. Yes. <laughs> you even could. We even could have said magic for this one, right? Because it's like magical. You could have. I feel like every Disney movie for me is magical. Like I will give them that. I always feel so much magic and like heartwarming feelings watching Disney movies. So dun, 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 dun. with the title Dial of Destiny, is it because his destiny was always to go back in time? Well, it was a dial. I know. It was but like a dial. The, but, but where's the destiny part come? I know. But also like, you know how like not all like not all movie t- titles make sense. Like sometimes it's just for them to rhyme to like be catchy, you know? And I think that's kind of what they went. Like with here, he's meaning like they had to use a word that started with D because it was a dial. That makes sense. I know, and I agree with you sometimes, but I felt like they. Well, it was. It did have some stuff to do with destiny because the main Nazi person they was didn't like. Call it that in the movie, though. No, they called what? it the. One of the Nazi persons um did say destiny. I think. Yeah. Oh. And, and he, the main guy, also was just like you know Hitler didn't do it right. Like I'm gonna. You know, he he didn't do it right. I'm going to do it again. So he feels like it was his destiny to bring back like the Germans winning the war and blue eyed, blonde haired people everywhere. I do got to maybe I will rewatch it again to pick up on the destiny theme that I was was trying to figure out where that came into play the whole time. But and then like when the skeleton had the watch on, like he had always been there the whole time. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it was like Indiana Jones' destiny to go back. Like he he's already done it because it, it it's one of those things where it already happened and you already did it, but you're just going through the like you can't time change loop. your destiny. It's right? kind of like why are they doing so much destiny stuff lately? I know it's so confusing. Every movie, every movie is, is like going back in travel, time, yeah. new <laughs> universe, <and laughs> messing with my mind. <laughs> Actually, you could use the movie. De- you can use the word destiny for the last like four movies we watched. Too much. Because even the girl in Elemental, it was her destiny to take over the dad shop. For Flash, it was his destiny to let his mom die, and like also his. Oh my god! All right, guys. Final we have our, rating. We have our new segment where we have the six emojis now. Last, I'm just gonna repeat them so you guys know. The last, which would be the worst, would be the so. I think the important part to call out, sorry to cut you off, is that it's six tiers. So you can't be neutral on the movie. You yeah, have you to can't pick be neutral in the middle. Which way you're leaning, good or bad. So, so number six bottom is vomit. Number five is peeking through like, right? Number five is the one where you're peeking through your eyes and like you're kind of covering your eyes. Number four is, is the yawning. yawning. Oh, wait, no. Nate switched the, the eye peeking to the hand, the hand. Uh, let's keep it yawning for now. No, no, no. Yawning is good, but the face slap was instead of the peeking. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yawning is five. Sorry, let me back up. Six is puking. Five is like face palm. Four is yawning. Three is like welcome hug, like happy. Two is star eyed. And then number one is the mind blown emoji. So it's, you have to pick which side you're leaning on. And then the de- the degree of it. So if you really enjoyed the movie, you know, it might be the hands open, mind blown. Like, what, so what level you enjoyed it? But we, because we kept finding ourselves talking about like, yeah, it was like pretty, it was okay. It was a seven, like right in the middle. But this way we have to, you know, really choose a side. Yeah. So I can the go. The dark f- side or the light side? I'm going to pick the third emoji, the one with the hands up. 
where it's like That's welcoming. The one. No, it's the third one. The fourth one is the yawn. Oh, I see. Yeah. So the, the first, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The first yeah, three yeah. are the good ones, and then the last. So three you're on the, the good ones. side. It was good. Yeah, I'm leaning more open. towards like the third out of six emoji. For this one, um, I will give it a star-eyed emoji. Oh, I was Ooh, Nate always. Wow. I never know where Nate's gonna land. I feel like he says bad things about it, and then it's like high up, or he says good things about it, and then he lowers it. I'm like, what? But then, if this was Star Wars movie, I would always pick the sister. I am Your. going to go with the yawning emoji. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I liked it. It was cool. I'm going to say but it, my it was too long. And the intro scene was really good. It was fun. And the, it ended strong, but that's maybe 30 minutes of it. And it's another two hours you have to watch. I'm going to say right now. In it my- wasn't bad, though. It was good, but I have to lean. I'm leaning towards a little bit more negative. But they did a really good job for it. Like, I felt like they did as good as you can with Harrison Ford, where he is now and being an action star. Exactly. That's how I feel. That's why I leaned more towards the good side, because I would watch it again, and I thought it was really fun and nostalgic. But yawning emoji for me. In my Darth Vader impression, I'm going to tell you this. Don't make me destroy you. Dude, come on. Do it. Don't force choke me. Don't. No. Ah. (laughs) All right. All right. While Nate's being, or Noah's being force choked. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. The next movie we're going to be watching today is what's Wait, wait, wait. You got 30 seconds or less. What would you change? Uh, Well, you kind of said yours. You said that you would cut out all the middle parts. Mine's kind of the same. Like the middle parts held it down but because it was a Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones and he was still able to play the role I leaned more towards the good side I felt they did a really good homage to all the Indiana Jones movies so I thought you had to see same here middle I don't like the middle part yeah I would cut the movie make it a little more tighter it's too long and then I would make the relationship between Indy and Helena just a little bit deeper. So action movie. I know it's action movie. I don't want to l- watch their relationship. I want to see action. They did enough parts where they were trying trying to go for that, but I would just like experiment more, do something a little differently because it, it wasn't. And then watch convincing. the movie would still be just as long, just to convince Noah. Well, then I would be more engaged throughout it instead of being disengaged in the middle. So. Those are my critiques. I don't think... I think if they they did the relationship in the middle instead, you would be just as disappointed. Well, they did a lot of stuff with their relationship, but it just didn't really, like, land. So... For you. For me. Maybe... Yeah. maybe. <laughs> so you have to, that's how you have to speak. Nate's force choking him again. <laughs> All right. Next movies we got. We got Kraken. Teenage Kraken, which I'm... Ex- Super excited for this. We movie. all were so in love with the Puss in Boots movie in the beginning of the year. That's what we opened up with. And right? then it said, uh, made by the creators of Puss in Boots, How to Train Your Dragon, and Shrek. Shrek. Those are some heavy I'm out. I'm not watching that. Dude. Oh, yes, you are. Sure. Oh, yeah? Don't make me destroy you. I didn't want to watch <laughs> Elemental, and you guys, I made me watch that. Yeah, and Corey loved Elemental. You're the only person. Corey. Is the opposite. If it's good, he doesn't like it. If it's bad, he likes it. I don't think that's always true. <laughs> Nate's force choking no <laughs> again. <laughs> All right, guys. Can't wait to see you for your next podcast. Thanks. Signing out. Goodbye. Bye.